Ladies and gentlemen, dorks and dweebs, nerds of all ages, GeekPod Network Productions is proud to bring to you the most electrifying middle-aged guys in Syracuse, the Dr. Hugh Allen, the pod whore, Paul Showens. Alone, they are single geek beacons in a dark cop drama world. But when the mics go hot, they are GeekPod. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. Dr. Hugh, what's got you geeked? Well, um, first of all, we have decided that we're, again, that we're going to open with Beer Bastards, so I'm going to um, talk about what we have in the glasses in front of us, and then I'll get on to what actually has me geeked. Um, this, and actually is one of three we're going to be trying today? Yes. And uh, two of these are mine. Um, th- these are the two uh, that I told you about. Uh, a few weeks ago, wanted to get you excited for him. This first one is an apple ale, and it's not the one I'm most excited about, uh, but it's still very good and one of my favorites so far that I've made. If you want to take a look at it, uh, it's got a nice golden color. You know, it's 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 a very nice. Beer. Taste that. Tell me what you think. Well, it smells beery, not like an apple cider drink. making a face it's more about watching the the, the recording because okay. the being the the tech guy watching just the flat line where we're not saying anything just <laughs> annoys the shit out of me i'm not getting a lot of apple out of it i yeah, like it yeah and, and that that's what uh what caught me uh i didn't get a whole lot of apple out of this but it's a nice nice beer it's not too heavy it's not too light it's got a, a bit of sweetness to it and while a lot of times we, uh, we talk about a beer, we say, well, this wouldn't be something I drink every day, but once in a while. This could be an everyday beer, I think. it's This could definitely be a party beer. Like, yeah. this could be the beer of choice you bring to a house party or, say, a 40th birthday party slash live show, um, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, basically what I'm saying is make sure you make me a case of this before we do our, our live show. <laughs> I, I'm, g- I'm going to need some money then. <laughs> Uh, not, not you hear that, that? We need sponsors so not, I can have that, beer. Yeah, not that I want to charge you, but I don't have anything in my uh, going in my kegs right now just because uh, I don't have the money to pick up any uh, of the uh, ingredients. So. Doesn't it suck having to adult? I know. I know. I fucking hate well, that. Well, you know, it's funny, too, because it, I, I shouldn't say that I don't have the money, but I'm trying to be more responsible about my money right now. Uh, my wife and I, I don't know if I mentioned this on air, we just finally combined our checking accounts. And, That's a huge step. Yeah. And um, it was mostly just because it was getting difficult because... When I was working at the phone store, I was able to cover all of the bills that I had taken on as mine. Um, now that I make less at my awesome job at Rev, um, it, it's gotten harder and harder to the point where, you know, she, we, we need to pull the money together because there, there's, there's extra money, you know, but she's like, okay, her bills are paid, but then we spend too much on groceries and things like that. I mean, there's, there's money that we have that we can play around with to cover things, and we have to kind of budget ourselves. Right, um, to make sure that they're, they're, the play money is yeah. there because, you know, as, you know, responsible adults, parents and shit, you know, you have to keep lights on. Yes. Food on the stuffs and, and kids and 
clothing them and adulting. It's not fun. I remember when it was all about beer, video games, and comic books. <laughs> so do I. But speaking of video games, that brings me to what I'm actually geeked about this week. And that is that uh, Bethesda Software is bringing the Elder Scrolls Legends to Android tablets next month and to phones this summer. Now, do you know what this is, Paul? Uh, becoming a regular segment? Yeah. The Elder yeah. Scrolls? Yeah. yeah. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm, I'm glad you found something you're really into now. Uh, well, uh, continue. But no, what, it, what well, does this, mean? this This is news anyway, because it's not about uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Um, this week it was released for PC, and basically uh, it seems like it's been you know in development for like 20 years now, but Bethesda finally released their own electronic uh, collectible card game, You know their, their take on Magic. Interesting. And, yeah. And um, I've played around with the PC version. Uh, I haven't gotten to get uh, had the chance to get too uh, deeply into it, but what I what I found is that one of the things that I, I don't like about Magic, even though I love Magic, is that um, you can get mana screwed. Now, are you familiar with you're familiar with Magic, right, Paul? I haven't in a lot of years. Okay, but but you understand the basic concepts. Okay? When you say mana screwed, do you mean that's where like you just don't have enough mana to get out so you can do anything in the game? Yeah, like yeah, you, that used to happen to me yeah, all the time. You pull all all beasts and no mana, or you pull all mana and no beasts, whatever. Uh, what's interesting about uh, um, leg, uh, Legends is that. Uh, besides the fact that there's two lanes, which I, I find fascinating, there are two lanes, one on each side of the board, and the creatures on this lane can only attack the creatures in that lane. So that oh, nice. element of strategy, but anybody can attack the opposing player. Uh, you you have magic points, or magicka, as they, they call it in uh, the Elder Scrolls universe, that increases by a point every single round. So you, you start off with, you know, get like one or whatever, but every round you get another. So you no longer have to worry about... Um, mana management or magicka management and you can actually concentrate on getting creatures and attacks out and things like that now some people might say that that takes away uh from some of the strategy and i i won't deny that it may be a less complicated take on um the fantasy uh, fighting game but for anybody that's ever played three games of magic in a row whether it be on the computer whether it be on you know magic the gathering puzzle quest or whatever and sat there while you fill up your your thing with with cards of creatures and you have you can't play anything uh that's that's an element of luck of the draw and i have to say this if i happen to be some mage sorcerer or whatever going into battle with all these creatures that i somehow trapped inside a card deck you would think I would have the means to generate the shit to get that stuff out in battle. And yeah. there, there is something to be said for having, you know, a, a magic source that generates as the game goes on. That makes sense right. uh, logically in that kind of world. Um, whereas, you know, in magic where, hey, you know, I've got all these creatures I'm the Lord over, but man, I can't pull a swamp to save my life. Um and it's it's nice to not have to worry about that. I, and it, one of the other uh, hallmarks of this game is that you kind of choose a race uh, at the beginning, like you do in the Elder Scrolls games, and it that leads you directly to certain powers and stuff. Just like in the game, uh, the regular Elder Scrolls games, you know, your race and your what you choose is your skills, kind of direct what you're going to do later on, because there's skills that open up for particular races throughout the game. So you, you that's not something I've seen in a card game so far. You know, when you start playing Magic, I mean, yeah, you kind of base your deck off a of color, but in this game, you know, you choose your race, maybe your race specializes in something that's going to impact things farther down the road as to what's available for you for offense and defense. So it's it's an interestingly different take on it. Um, excited to get into it a little more. Uh, really excited for it to show up on, you know, tablets and phones so that I actually can play it more because I'm in front of my PC when I'm working. 
Right. And I can't play the game while I'm working. Yeah. So it's frowned upon. Yeah. Well, well, no, I, I, even though I have two screens, I actually need both my screens open. So that's just not going to work. Not that I would do that anyway, Rev, but, right. um, but no, it just wouldn't work. So that's what I'm geeked about, Paul. That sounds pretty cool. And it's coming out for all platforms. It's uh, already out for PC. And it's a free game, by the way. It doesn't cost anything. They're, I'm sure that they're going to charge you for expansions or something. Oh, I'm sure. There will be pay-to-play somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, but it's coming out for uh, tablets uh, next month and phones this summer. Awesome. And now this summer, I'm assuming it'll be iOS and Android and yada, yada, yada. And... Correct. Okay. Maybe I'll even check it out. Except my tablet's a Windows tablet, so that'll probably never get there. What the fuck do you have a Windows tablet for? Because I know Windows. That's my thing, being the computer nerd that I am. But... He... That's not what tablets are for. You have no. computers for Windows. Tablets are for other stuff. Yeah. All I do is read comics on my tablet anyway. <laughs> or look at porn. You know, one of the two. So. Wow. I'm so disappointed in you. No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I guess it's better than saying, you know, my tablet's an iPad, so. Yeah, we have three of those in the house, too. Yeah. I hate you. It's not, none of them are mine. <laughs> so, Paul, what are you geeked about? Um, you seen the date? Today is March 11th. Yes. So we are we are six days away from one of my favorite holidays. Yeah? Yes. Uh, I'm an Irish guy. I, I used to refer to myself as an Irish kid, but when you're pushing 40, I don't think I can call myself a kid anymore. I, I don't um, know if the shoe fits. Yeah. If I act like one, you yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. The maturity level's there for it. Um, so, yeah, I, I always embrace my culture. I mean, the, my one tattoo I have is in the colors of the Irish flag. So I always get really excited and very, very prideful. Is that, is that a right word? That, that is a bursting word, Bursting yes. with fr- pride? Yes. Instead of the poops that we did earlier? I was bursting yeah, with that in yeah, there, too. Yeah, you were. Um, Thanks for that. Hey, no problem. You know, but this this means, you know, I've always wanted to have green beer, and I've never had green beer before. Yeah, I'm going to stop you right there. You know what? Fucking green beer is for fucking posers. That shit is bullshit. Ouch. It is. I mean, I mean <clears throat> if you're... An, Irish person celebrating St. Patrick's Day, the last fucking thing you're going to do is drink a green fucking beer. All the green beer is is fucking Coors Light or Bud Light with green goddamn food coloring. It's fucking stupid. It's ridiculous. And you look like an asshole drinking it. I'm just saying it. You know, do you think you might be taking that just a little too far? No. I mean, imagine if the elves were like, candy canes are bullshit. We don't eat those on Christmas. I mean, come on. It's part of the celebration. Let the kids have fun. Kids shouldn't be drinking green beer either. I meant kids like college kids and people who are 40 who act like them. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not right. It's stupid. It's the whole commercialization of an entire... You know what it is? It's fucking cultural appropriation, and I don't like it. <laughs> really? Really? Yes. Really? I can't even say it with a straight face. Um, <laughs> no, I, I am overreaching with it. But no, I, I do think it's fucking silly. And stupid. But, you know, you know, t- look at it from another perspective, okay? Look at it from my perspective. Um, years and years and years of consuming far more alcohol than I should have, and somehow I've never had a green beer. And not that I think it's something special or it's going to be the best beer in the world, but I do feel like I've missed out on something. All right. When mics go off today, I'll take you to Coleman's. I'll get you your green fucking beer. All right? <laughs> So fucking uh, dumb. You you know that's not going to happen. No, we because have we have lies. Yeah, we have to get yeah back you know, to I it. have a feeling you know another year is going to pass without a green beer. So, 
But it does look like we might be uh, ready to do another taste testing. So I, I noticed that you really like that new catchphrase, and I'm surprised you didn't start the, sh- the show with that. I was actually expecting that. I know, and I think that's why I swerved you on it. Yeah. yeah. So do you want me to hit it again? Hit it. Dr. Hugh, let's catch a buzz. All right. So now we're on to the second one, and this is the one I'm excited about. Bring your bottle over here, or your bottle, your uh, glass. I told you you can't say that on mic anymore. <laughs> And I would just like to point out that um, it really does say something about the last beer you poured for us. Because did you notice how quickly I pounded that son of a bitch down? I, I did. I really enjoyed that one. That was some good shit right there. And now, this, this is an interesting color. E- even the foam is kind of pink. Uh, I am super, super excited about this. This is my my favorite. This is right up there with the uh, the Chipotle lime beer that I made. I am, like, fixated on this color. Take a look at that. Grab your glass. Hold it up. Take a look at this. I'm going to turn and actually hold it up to the light so the sound quality might suffer, but fuck you guys. Now, what's funny is you can't really see this in this light here, but this is actually a pink color. Yeah, and I almost feel like we need to walk to the windows, but that is not going to make for really good sound quality at all. No, it's not. Now, take take a whiff. Oh, that is clearly grape. Yes. This is... I I almost want to say that's... That's a wine smell. And that, that's what's interesting about this is I think that this came out tasting more like wine than beer. Now, go ahead and take a sip of that, Paul. Well, we really shouldn't sip at the same time because that's when we get the uh, okay. the whole I'll talk, you sip. So um, I didn't do anything complicated with this. You know, for my first try with grape, I uh, just used um, grape, grape, bleh, grape juice concentrate. I just had to choose all natural, something without added sugars. I thank you for that, by the way. That way I don't go into diabetic shock. Yeah, well, it, it actually was because you, you don't want to do that because those uh, like high fructose corn syrup and stuff, you, you want to control the sugars you put in your in your beer because your yeast is going to feed off that. <laughs> I thought you were saying when I control the sugars you put in your body. I'm like, fuck, that's where I went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, it definitely has a bit of a dry taste like wine. It does. That's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. It is, it's like a dry red wine. I really fucking dig this. This is really awesome. This is the one we need to market. I, I, I love it. Now, you know, I got the idea, because I don't know if this would get us in trouble if we tried to market it, uh, from Empire Brewing Company's, um, what do they call it, Deep Purple. That's the beer that I went searching for for my birthday that I desperately wanted to try. It was a beer brewed with Concord grapes. Now, what's interesting is I am guessing since they are our professional brewers, they probably get Concord grapes flown in from someplace and they crush them themselves and it's some big complicated uh, secret process. I added two cans of uh, Welch's concentrate to my batch and I feel like this tastes pretty much exactly the same. See, I've never had the deep purple, so I don't know, but that's really fucking good. It is. I kind of almost don't want to do the Irish beer now after this. Yeah? Kind of. Except for the fact that you didn't bring any more of these. Well, um, <laughs> hey, dude, I mean, no, if you kidding. want, when, when is this birthday party you're trying to plan? Well, my birthday isn't until July, so we have time. If I was going to say, because I need um, a couple cans of lager, and, I mean, I, I could try to put it together. I mean, if we can... I need six weeks to, to, if you want to actually have your birthday party serve this, I need six weeks from start to finish. And probably more done. kegs, right? Because one keg probably wouldn't be enough. I to, have two. Oh, that's right. And you could have a third since I have one sitting in my basement. Yeah, still, and, and. Which you've pushed which, for before. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you if you want to do that, we could even do, um, we could do the grape, we could do the apple if you want that as well, if you just want to be able to mix it up. But, yeah, that would actually be pretty cool because I was talking to my wife yesterday about this uh, because after tasting this, I, I want to um, kind of dip my foot in the uh, realm of winemaking 
a little bit. And, <laughs> I see what you did there. Same. And, and um, I mean, that's why I told her. I'm like, well, you know, we could, uh, you know, if we made bottle, if I made bottles of wine, we can give them to family as Christmas presents and things like that. But this is exactly why I started brewing beer. I wanted you know, get someone like you to go, yeah, you know, what? I'm having this party. I I, I want your brew. You know, I, I'm not, of course, not looking. Hmm? What Hughes brew? Hughes brew. Yeah, what? We have to give it a name. Oh, well, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that off mic, though. Do you think Hughes Brew works? I don't know. It almost sounds like Hebrew, so... Yeah, I, I was thinking that, do, too. You, you think you can go Jewish for us for this, or...? Do, how do you go Jewish? I don't fucking know. Well, no, I already have. My, my wife actually is a, a black Russian Jew. That sounds like a joke. Yeah, it's the absolute truth. You know, you got you to figure her mother's side... Um, white rich from maine her father uh black man actually i don't know what his um history is but yeah it's a very strange mix but she always talks about how she's a you know, a black russian jew so yeah I, i've already gone jewish and never going back so <laughs> just i wasn't gonna go there because i know what the typical phrasing there is <clears throat> no but yeah i you know we could actually not just for the sake of the, the show. Yeah, if you want to do this, if you want to throw this party, you know, I'm, I am would be thrilled to be able to provide the beer for this. So then my wife will realize that I'm not just doing this so I have beers to drink at home. I mean, that's a good enough reason. Well, yeah, but as somebody who formerly used to drink way too much alcohol, you know, so that's... You know, I think I think maybe in the back of her head she's wondering, you know, if I'm going to start like drinking like I used to when she first met me. And of course, that doesn't happen. I mean, like right. la- last night I cracked two of these, one of each flavor, because I wanted to taste them before beforehand. Yeah, before yeah. I brought them to the show, and I, I did that. I usually do it while I'm doing something else, like cleaning the kitchen. Or last night it was our skeleton Arthur who lives on our porch. Yes. The wind this week had blew him all over the place and knocked some of his uh, limbs off. So I set him out on the dining room table like a game of operation, grabbed some zip ties and some tools. Put them back together. Yeah, I, I did. That's what That's I did. Awesome. And I put them back together. You know, had a couple beers while I was doing it. You know, not a big deal. You know, that, I think that's what um, that's what I missed out on when I was younger, you know, being a musician and having, you know, drinking be, a, you know, something you do every day. You know, you never learned how to it being, you know, I, I don't ever crack a beer on a Monday or a Moderation. Tuesday or a Thursday or <clears throat> Wednesday. You know, it's a Friday when I'm cleaning the kitchen. It's a Saturday with you while recording. Right. You know. Now, granted, so, being that we record in the mornings, that is kind of a problem. But... That's a, a schedule problem. Yeah. But it's not like when the mics go off, we continue to drink. It's no. like we drink usually a total of, what, one to two beers between us? Yes. So, you us. know, my sponsors at AA, knock it off, okay? No, I'm, just, I'm kidding. Joking. But, no, it would be nice to show her uh, that that's actually the reason I started doing this. I mean, there, there is a lot of uh, – you have to taste what you do. And, of course, you taste it and you like it, so you want to have one once in a while. But I, I started doing this because I would like other people to drink my beer, not me drink my beer. Right. And if I have something that you think is finally worthy of that, then... That's... I it, did my... I think my exuberation kind of came across with this one. Oh, I think so. I think it, my, my attitude change is also coming across in this episode. Yeah? You think so? D- do you think so? You're the I, one listening I, to I'm me talk. I'm actually not sure what you're referring to, so... Yes. Yes, you are. I am. I, I would hope so. I would hope you know, uh, like you understand what I'm talking about with my attitude changes and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. I, I wasn't sure. I, I didn't know exactly what you meant there. <clears throat> but um, I mean, even listening back, because I actually do listen back to all of our shows now. Um, I've noticed a, a distinct 
sound, and and maybe I'm more, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, you guys let me know if you've noticed a change or anything in me. With, I mean, everything from my delivery to my sense of humor, everything has been kind of on a downturn these last few months. I thought you were just a dick. Well, there's that. And, I mean, that's not going to change. But, I mean, think back to some of our younger episodes, I guess, earlier. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I get a little buzz on right now because I pounded both of those glasses pretty Dude, that was like quick. a beer. What are you talking about? I also haven't eaten today. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, that's what I do. Uh, I made sure see, the kids were fed. I'm going to go to the studio. I'm going to drink a few beers, record my podcast. You know what? Food. Fuck food. That's, that's for weaklings. That's for people who drink green beer. I don't need it. <laughs> or, or in the immortal words of Dr. Hugh, fuck her. Sorry. This is true. This is true. Sorry, Laura. I had to go there. We, Do we, we have anything going on the Twitter machine today, by the way? No, we don't. I think our uh, social media people are fucking up. Oh, anyway. Well, uh, you were you were talking about your attitude change. Uh, did you want to talk about that? Um, yes, and, and I think it's safe to do it because last episode, the promo went out with it. Okay. So, it's clearly obvious that we've been dealing with something with Madison all along, right? Yeah. That's been established. Um, end of last year, God, it's weird to say that now, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> December 15th, to be exact. Um, it all came to a head, and... hard to say out loud um madison finally has a diagnosis and as you can attest to it because you saw me that day i did it was not a good time and i found that probably one of my best coping mechanisms was to and this was on Kristen's suggestion remember this I, i i think we discussed that originally when she said that we should do an episode of the podcast and discuss Madison's story, right? Yes. Well, and you agreed with that. I did. <laughs> well, something happened while I was planning that out. And that went from talking about it on a single episode of Geek Pod to a 10-episode podcast of its own with its own feed. Um, and it's really happening. And it'll probably be on the beginning of this episode, too. I'll probably tack it on this yeah. one. <clears throat> because I'm the editor and I can do that, goddammit. Um, it's called The Fight, and it's basically my own audio journal um, going through everything, all the all the steps on where we went with this, who we are, how everything progressed, completely Madison's story. And um, it'll probably be coming out just about the same time this episode does. Okay. Um, and now, this the, a lot of our previous episodes should make sense now. Yes, because there's been things said. References made. Yes. Um, you prodding me to try and get me to talk about it, and I oh, love you oh, for that. Only, yeah, only because I, I felt like you needed to. And at that point, I don't think the fight was a thing. No, you know? that it was, was brewing in the back of my head, and yeah, that's it. And you know, <clears throat> I just you know, was hoping that it would help. And I think it's going to, um, getting it out there. But the <laughs> What I'm running into is, because I, I recorded episode one last night, for the second time. Because uh, the first time I recorded, and I've been writing scripts on this because I'm doing it by myself, even though you have told me that was probably a bad idea, just because I don't have a, any support on it when I do it that way. 
and I, I've been writing scripts. I sent you some of the scripts. You did. And I don't know if you ever got a chance to read them or not. I did. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about that off mic. But, <clears throat> so, <laughs> and, and I, 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 I wrote the scripts with the idea in mind of having to read them while I'm recording. So <laughs> they're in bigger font, double-spaced, and so I sit down to read it, run through the whole thing, and it went great. It sounded awesome, except that it was four minutes long. So, kind of like your wedding night. Yeah. That's funny because there was a lot of beer involved then, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I, uh, I had to go back to square one. I mean, I can't put out a four-minute episode. So I re-recorded last night after I um, expanded the script, and now it's a nine-minute episode. Um, I'm thinking I'm either going to go with the nine-minute episode, because from what I understand, there's a whole market for short-form podcasts. Well, you know what you could do is once you've completed this... If all of those pieces fit together well, you can also put it out in like an hour long or hour and 20 minute form. I mean, kind of like a... A single episode? Yeah, kind of like um, like the, the way they used to do the old Doctor Who episodes. I mean, they were like um, 20 minutes long. But when they brought them to the U.S., they would actually... Because they would show them on a Sunday and show an entire story. Because each story was a collection of 20-minute episodes. It could be anywhere from 90 minutes to, you know, two hours and, and 30 minutes. But they would edit those together into one story for U.S. broadcast uh, a lot of the times. Uh, so that kind of makes sense if you were to... Uh, even the four-minute one, even the shorter ones, if you approach it uh, with that kind of mindset, it might work, especially if you're having trouble expanding the episodes or, or getting them longer because, I mean, it, it is difficult. You're, you're sitting down and you're telling a story. Yes. It's not the same thing where you could give – you and I right now, someone could give us a topic, which you could talk about in four minutes, and we could probably expand that to 20 just by having discourse. You don't have that when doing this by yourself. Right. Um, so if you look at it with uh, that kind of a mindset, I mean, maybe even, you know, maybe if the if the four-minute one sounds better than the nine-minute one, I mean, maybe you could go with that. But maybe release them two at a time. Yeah, and that's the thing is I want to do it monthly. Okay. And, and I'm doing that for a reason. Because, like I said, we found out the diagnosis on December 15th. Um, so every episode I want released on the 15th of the month for this. And then it's an, a 10-episode long season. And I didn't mean for this to happen. Did I tell you about this already? I don't think so. But once the season was finished, like I had it mapped out, and the 10 episodes drop when they're supposed to, season one ends on the one-year anniversary of the diagnosis. That is pretty cool. I didn't plan that. Didn't mean for that to happen. It's just extra episodes formulated into uh, the season. Like, it originally was a a seven-episode season. And just as I'm writing, I'm like, well, shit, this needs to branch off into its own episode just because this this focus needs to be done. Yeah. So it it turned into ten episodes, and I'm counting it out. I'm like, okay, you know, I want to get this started in March, April, maybe. Holy fuck. This is happening, and that's another thing you're not going to hear on the fight, by the way. I, it's it's actually clean. Okay. That's I, I just figured for the subject matter, that works. I, I really shouldn't just be a foul mouth prick. No, you should. Um, but yeah, I mean the the website's already out there for it, which is an offshoot of our website. Okay. It's www.thefight.geekpod.com. 
com. Um, I want it to be within the network, but it's our own thing because it's so vastly different from what we do. Yeah. Um, and that's also why I decided we should not do it as a GeekPod episode, even though now we've just committed like 10 minutes to discussing it. Well, this is our show. We talk about what we want. Do what I want. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I'm excited to hear that. You said that's going to drop on the 15th of this month? Yes, it has to. Otherwise, it fucks up the timeline now. Yeah. You know, you could do them all, record them all, get them all done, and just like, kind of hold them to drop them in the bucket on the 15th. Well, I have six scripts written now, and I want to get, I wanted initially to have three episodes recorded before I even started. Okay. But now I'm on a time crunch. So I can at least get episode one out and then get recording two, three, four, and five and do the same thing. Like you said, just get them going. And then that gives me time to finish writing the scripts. I have them all. Did I send you the outline too? I don't think so. <clears throat> the, everything's outlined. And um, I've never put this much preparation into a, a podcast before. <laughs> yeah, so. I know. I've lived that for three years. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, and I, I really think that says something about how important this story is to tell for me. So, I mean, it's either this or I start putting my fist through things. So. Yeah, you don't need to. Uh, you definitely want a banner on this rather than Hulk. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> but <clears throat> I, I think I've, I've done enough on this, though. Um, it's just, this is, it's really important to me. And if you guys are listening to this, I'd really like you to uh, check it out and uh, give that a listen and let us know what you think. Um. And I mean, honestly, I mean, this this is the beginning of the network. I mean, we're branching out now. Yeah. And I, I got to tell you something off mic that makes it much easier for us to branch separate shows out. Okay. We'll talk about that. I was going to say, um, after this, why don't we take a break for a second and we'll be back in just a second or a minute or two minutes. I'll give it five. Okay. Just wait. What do you do when your world falls apart in the span of a single sentence? What does that do to a person, to an entire family? Join me, Paul Showens, for The Fight, a monthly audio diary in podcast form designed to tell the story of a special little girl embroiled in a struggle against an incurable disease. Told from my perspective, this ongoing narrative is a raw and painfully real look into the worst moments of a family's life. And we are back in. Um, just uh, in case you, you know, didn't glean from that, that was the promo for the fight. What do you mean? I didn't hear anything. Of course you didn't, because we're recording it right now. Oh, okay. Magic of editing, <laughs> and, uh, and and also the magic of refilled beer. Oh, how did that happen? Magic. What is this, Paul? This is Smithwick's Irish Ale. Okay. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, because I picked it up. This morning, because someone texted me yesterday and said, hey, we should probably also drink green beer, which immediately infuriated me, but we've already been over but that. But he didn't tell me that until I got here today. Well, no, because that's what we do. We send back each other. <laughs> um, and uh, I did decide, though, because this is technically our St. Patrick's Day episode, because this is going to be the one that we record closest yeah. to it, um, 
that we should at least drink some Irish beer together. And I didn't want to go with the old tried and true Killian's Irish Red, even though that is my favorite Irish beer. I wanted to try something we hadn't tried before in the spirit of beer bastards. So I picked up an import, an actual straight up Irish beer. And that's a Smithwick's Irish yeah. Stout? Is that what it said? Or I Ale? So. No, I think it was Ale. Yeah. Not like Sedano. Ale Sedano. <laughs> I was yeah. texting him this morning, by the yeah. way, too. Yeah. So so this is this is interesting. Now, um, we actually took our first tip off mic, and uh, Paul's reaction was, oh, I don't like that. But, uh, and I'm glad we did it that way, and now we're talking about it, because now three or four sips in, I'm digging it. Okay. My first sip, what did I say? I don't know. I was talking. So. Oh, <laughs> that's usually how it I, works. I was thinking of something else. Um, this is a very complex uh, drink here. Now, I, I, it's not as bubbly as I like. Kind of like your women? You like them bubbly? No. No, that's just fucking met, annoying, right? If you met my wife. No, actually, I wouldn't. Barely. Care. Actually, you know what, Paul? Let's do a sidestep. Um, I'm sitting down. Okay, shut up. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't make for very good radio. <laughs> uh, I actually, I don't have a preference. In women? You just take whatever you can get? Is that what you're telling me? You know, no, that, that's not exactly it. It's I take everybody. Um, I've heard I, that about you. <laughs> I take everybody as they are and judge people for what they are. And my wife is certainly not the person, not the type of person, you know, attitude and everything. Not the per, you know, if I was years ago going to think about who I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. So what you're saying but, is when you were superficial. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but no, I, but in general, no, I've always taken people for who they are. And uh, so, no, I mean, you say uh, I like my women bubbly. I, I, well, I would now I would say no to dating anybody because I'm happily married. That's right. Uh, but Cheers to that. Thank you. I was hoping we'd actually get that on the mic. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, did you hear that? Not plastic cups this week either. But even before, you know, I didn't have any uh, any ideas about who I was looking for. So, you know, that's that's always made it very interesting. If you, you actually saw all of the people I've dated in the past lined up, you'd be like, I cannot figure out what the theme is here. Like, there's no theme. There is like, no Yeah, because where does Andrew fit into that? I didn't date Andrew. What are That's you talking about? That's not what he says. Really? No, I don't know. Oh. He's not here to pick on, so. <laughs> I miss Andrew. I do, too. Not that much that I would invite him, but. Well, he, he, he brings. Um, Chaos? A, 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 yeah, a, a rogue element. To, uh, to no, 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 no. We, 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 we saved the, the term rogue for me with the whole roguish charm thing. Ask Laura. She'll tell you. Okay. I will go ask Laura. <laughs> Who are we kidding? No, you won't. <laughs> no, I You'll won't. You'll either call her a special snowflake or tell her, fuck her. <laughs> um, She's gonna, what are we I, talking about now? <laughs> I don't know. See, this is what happens when we just go off the cuff. I'm having a good time with it. Yes, I am too. But I, I feel like uh, I don't know what the hell we were talking about to begin. Women. With. No, before beer. That. Yes, Irish yes. Beer. So this is a a very complex uh, beer. It's it's very it's deep. Uh, there's toasty notes. There's um, I don't want to say caramel and coffee because a lot of dark beers are like that, and I'm not quite getting that, that from this. I'm almost tasting like a toasted oat or some kind of toasted grain. Um, it reminds me not of a shitty cereal, but a good breakfast cereal. Honey Nut Cheerios. Well, I wouldn't go that far. My those wife are my had favorites. A, my wife had a bowl of those last night, and this is the, I don't know how this has not happened in the years we've been together, but she's like, I'm like, oh, you like Honey Nut Cheerios? She's like, yeah. I go, I think they smell like pee. All Cheerios do, actually. Cheerios smell like pee. To me, at least. Um, and is that going to be the title of the episode, Cheerios Smell Like Pee? 
It may be, but I, I'm actually doing the beer bastards part right now. Oh, okay, uh, Paul's taking notes again. Um, yeah, but yeah, I guess so. I mean, it, it's 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 a complex beery uh, taste. It's not what you get from something like a Budweiser or a Labatt's. Um, I really like this. I mean, I do uh, regret the lack of bubbles in it, but this this would be something I could drink on a regular basis. It was a little rough at the beginning, like I said. Um, well, actually, I didn't even have to say. I made the face. I made the ew face. Yeah, you did. Um, Do I need to write that one down, too? <laughs> I made the, <laughs> the ew face. face. You know, I feel like this has turned into like a full episode of Beer Bastards. Is that what people want? We've do do we retire beer. Geek Pod and it just I, turns into beer I, I bastards and we you, become you alcoholics tw- again? You tweeted a brewery. Did they ever get back to us? No, those fucking fuckers. We need to try again. Fuck those fucking fuckers. No, I'm just kidding. 315 Brewery. Um, you came to us first, so, you know, your move, fuckers. That's probably not the way to get sponsors. That is not the way to get sponsors. Sponsors, sponsors, I, I would be happy if they came on the show and we talked about it. I like it. Talk about beer. Yes. I mean, that that's one of the things that we love, one of the things that gets us geeked, so why not? Yes. Do I need to list off the things I love? Because it could get weird. That, no. It could get no, real weird. No, no, yeah. I know, Especially I know. Especially talking off mic just now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to think of a way to reference that without <laughs> referencing not. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah because uh, um, the, some family members of my wife's listen to the show, so let's, okay. let's not go too far. <laughs> anyway, uh, now during uh, the little break there, uh, we were uh, talking about a mutual friend of ours. Who were? Josh Grossman from K-Rock. Oh, yes. And uh, we decided we were going to bring up something that happened in the K-Rock world this week. And, Paul, since you actually knew the details and I didn't, I'm going to let you go into it. The deets. The deets, man. Um, I probably shouldn't drink and record. I'm just saying. Paul, every time you've drank and recorded, I've thought you've done better. Really? So you're saying I should just get shit-faced and then record? I didn't say that. Because I was going to remind you of that night. Okay, this is going to sound really weird. That night in the hotel in Saratoga. Uh, we, we tr- there there is a lost episode of Geek Pod, <laughs> which is never coming out. It will. Ne- I don't think it exists anymore. I think I deleted the file, which was probably for the best. Yes. Um. But anyway, yes, I got the deets on the K Rockathon. Did we all mention that, or did I just blow it up? I forgot to bury the lead. What? What? Did you mention the K Rockathon? Yes. Okay. Wait, no, no, I didn't. I okay. just said something well, going on the K Rockathon. Surprise. Um, K Rockathon. If if you're not from this area. The K-Rockathon used to be a yearly music festival put on by the local awesomest radio station we have, K-Rock. Yeah, generally on a Saturday or a Sunday, it was usually an all-day thing. There was like eight to ten bands, generally. For 20 bucks. Yeah. Used to be. Well, those days are gone. I mean, that that's just not a feasible thing anymore. It doesn't work that way with the way the economy is and the way tour schedules work now. That's not a thing anymore. So get that right out of the way. Stop your bitching. That's, we're never getting the K-Rackathon model back. That doesn't exist. So last year they took the year off. There was no K-Rackathon last year. No, I didn't know that. I did just because I follow Josh. Um, I'm a little old for concerts at this point. I realized that last time I saw the Dropkick Murphys. <clears throat> which I want to see again, by the way. They're touring this, this spring, but they're not coming around, which makes me sad, which means I would actually have to travel for a show. And I don't do that. Um, so the K-Rockathon has returned. They made the announcement earlier this week on K-Rock. Yeah, I think it was Wednesday. Um, they collected everybody, 
like all of the like the the K Rock group, all the all the the DJs, our friends Josh Griffin, yeah, and then Rain Man, who he's still around, I guess he's a thing. Of course he is. I don't, I don't listen in the afternoons. I work. Rain, Rain Man is immortal. Sorry, he's Rain. Eternal. Sorry, not that we're we're not cool with you. The the bald headed bastard isn't going anywhere. I hope. I got a feeling I'm going to be next on that one. Just saying. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but they made the announcement that this year's, and I'm using air quotes because I'm being facetious because everybody's all butthurt about this. This year's K Rockathon is going to be Corn, Stone Sour, Dead, Dead, Yellow Wolf, and there may be one more. I could Google it, but my phone's way over there. Um, <clears throat> yes, and I literally, when I motioned, yeah, my yeah, hand that, was right that, over that the phone. Three inches really makes a difference. That's what she said. I knew you were yes. going I like podcasting with a buzz. Just saying. Um, no, no. I'm yelling at the laptop. Okay. Anyway, continue. Thank you. Um, I'm pretty sure I have adult onset ADD, by the way. What? Yeah. Um... <laughs> but that's not a joke, unfortunately. Um, so, so that is the lineup for this year's K Rockathon. Now, if you do a quick Google search, um, three out of those five bands is just a summer tour that's coming around. Okay, Corn, uh, Stone Sour, and I believe Dead is. Oh shit! You know who the the one I'm missing isn't it? Skillet. Oh, okay. Yes. So I'm pretty sure that it's, it's it's corn, stone sour, and dead is a tour that's going, and probably skillet and yellow wolf are two tours that are going around the summer. And so basically, what K Rock has done is just taken those two tours, brought them together, and they're calling that K Rockathon. I'm perfectly okay with this. You know, I I saw that people were freaking out on uh, social media about this. Um, Fucking. Snowflakes. Uh, okay, here, here's here's uh, the, the way I think about this. Okay, now, Skillet, great band. Um, love the the dynamic of the the male and female vocalists. I've always liked Skillet. Okay, uh, I don't I, know who they are, so I need to uh, check okay, them out. I, I can help you out. Uh, but the other two, the other two big bands, Corn um, and Stone Sour. Now, Corn, oh my fucking god! I mean, to this day, I've, their their new song just recently came out. They still sound just as good as they always have. Do they? See, I haven't heard it. I'm yeah. so out of touch with yeah. the music. Corn, corn is is on point. In fact, if anything, Corn uh, suffered from. They developed the sound, then they got. To, I, I always say this about musicians, but they got to be better musicians. So what? Uh, probably what some people would call the pinnacle of them is "Follow the Leader," and you remember "Follow the Leader." That was like still the, listen to it regularly. Yeah. Now that's where the their their sound really coalesced into what we call corn these days. Now they have refined that over the years, and there's been some albums that maybe weren't quite as strong as others, but uh, they've all still. They still sound like themselves, which I think is a testament to a band. Because you look at my personal favorite band uh, that's still around, Pearl Jam. Even though I love them to death, they don't sound like themselves. They are not. You cannot listen to 10 and then whatever the hell their current album is and think that that is the same band. Yeah. Um, I still love them because it's the spirit of what they do. But yeah, they they have not. They kind of established a sound and lost it. Um, Have we ever touched upon that? Uh, What happened on the drive to Saratoga? I don't know. When we realize that not only are we really good, like, buddies, but we both have this, like, huge passion for Pearl Jam. Like, I, that I, was our thing. I don't think we did. No. That was just weird, right? 
Yeah. How the fuck does that happen? And we didn't even know that. We've been friends for how many years at that point? Three, at least. Three years. We're on a road trip, and we find out that you've got a fucking Pearl Jam tattoo, for Christ's sake. Okay? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's it's not a secret that I would probably down Eddie Vedder. I'm just saying. Down him? By down him, do you mean put his penis in your mouth? Yeah, probably. Yep. Just saying. That's a bit extreme, man. But um, yeah, that's the beer talking. Yeah, I mean, anyway. I'm not saying it wouldn't happen. Anyway, uh, but yeah, a corn definitely has um, developed and refined their sound over the years, and I think that they sound fantastic. Stone Sour, on the other hand, an amazing band. Um, still kind of young. They've been around for a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember covering a few uh, Stone Sour songs in my old band, the last one I was in before I stopped playing, and had to be through glass. What? Through Glass? No, that was You wasn't, didn't cover no, Through Glass? No, didn't cover Through Glass. I love the song, but not one I wanted to play. I love that song. That's wow. still on my iPod. Yes, I still use an iPod. Leave me alone. But uh, they are they are one of the one of my favorite hard rock bands uh, because they they don't always take things in a predictable direction, but it still comes out sounding anthemic. If if I can make create a word, I like it. Yeah, even when they're doing something that doesn't sound like a uh, a top forty for hard rock hit, it still ends up being there. And you can't deny the fact that Through Glass was. I mean, that was a hit everywhere. Everyone loved it. That hit me right in the feels. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we're talking about three amazing bands headlining this tour. Yeah, it's on a Wednesday. That kind of sucks. But you know what? Deal with it. If Pearl Jam was coming to town because they still pull huge numbers for concerts. If they showed up in Syracuse and it was on a Thursday, nobody would be bitching. They'd be going, "Thank God, Pearl Jam finally came to our city." Well, this is Corn again. But the problem is, Corn was just here last summer. I didn't know that either. Yeah, Corn and Rob Zombie. Oh wait, no, I did hear about yeah. that. Okay. What, what difference does that make? Corn's amazing. Yes, and I've seen Corn four, five times. I've missed them once miss them how, how do you miss them? I, I was at a show that where they were uh, opening um and now it, you're going back some years when yeah, they were an opening act they, they were an opening act i believe it was the utica odd and i believe they were opening for pantera and nobody knew who corn no no who am i thinking i about? could be wrong you're thinking typo negative oh i am it was typo and pantera what was the other one it was it doesn't matter um anyway they, they were the opening band and i believe it was them and marilyn manson opening possibly wow but uh but the the headliner was the one i went there to see i didn't know who corn was so i spent their entire set <laughs> outside no no i oh. think we snuck beers in so we oh. were in the like the hallways of the odd um sneaking our beers uh i regret that immensely just because i had no idea who are you sure were. it wasn't binghamton fairly certain but who knows in those because days. binghamton was Corn and Rob Zombie, and Corn opened for Zombie. I mean, as they should. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because I was at that show too. Because it's, that's what we're not touching upon is you're talking about the the Pantera typo negative show. Yeah, we were both at that same show. Yes, again, years years and years before we knew each other. Yeah, we did. Wasn't there a couple shows like that? Did I think so. Yeah. I think we figured out there was a few times that we were in the same place and didn't know it. Yeah, it's 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 almost like we were the same person, but you know, you were more attractive and I had better hair. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> well, I just knew if I went with I'm the more attractive thing, you'd fight with me on it. So, and I definitely have the better hair. So, well, definitely now, especially like you didn't. Oh, God, I, I. And by saying this, I know that means if I find the pictures, I have to post them on the website. But I used to have fucking luxurious long hair, too. Like, yeah. I had fucking metal hair. 
I, don't I would know. love to see that. I was going to say, I don't know why I cut it off, but yes, I do. I remember why I cut it off. But anyway, we started this off talking about uh, the K-Rockathon. Okay, thank God you have me to keep you on topic, huh? Uh, so, yes, uh, I think it's a great show. Uh, I think it's ridiculous that people are throwing such a big fit about this. These are great bands. Let's shut up, show our support, go out and see some good music. Exactly. Stop being a bitch. For how many years have people been bitching that we don't get the big tours in Syracuse? This is a big tour. It's a it's big one. It's going to be a great show. I, If nothing else, fucking Corey Taylor's coming to town. Stone Sour, Slipknot, come on. Oh yeah, Slipknot was here last year too. And I missed that because I was afraid I'd get beat up. <laughs> you probably would. Yeah, they beat each other up on stage. You don't think people are going to get beat up in the crowd? Come on. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. So, Paul, should we finally, finally get into the rest of the show and start the news? Yeah, yeah, we should. Okay, we're, we're going to get to the news then. All right, so on to the news. In a follow-up to our lead story last week, I'm totally awesome when I'm angry. A few weeks ago, the, uh, Marvel's uh, editor-in-chief, Alex Alonzo, dropped that weird uh, teaser image that had Hulk and Wolverine kind of uh, smashed together in a big test tube. Uh, we finally know what that's about. Apparently, after all of this stuff with uh, you know, the X-Men versus Inhumans and all that, uh, the Weapon X project is going to attempt to merge the Hulk and Wolverine into, you know, one being. I don't know if they're going to actually do this to Amadeus Cho's character or if they're cloning or what's going on exactly. See, the cloning, probably easy to explain. Well, as I say that, probably not because you cannot get to Wolverine's DNA right now. Well, but Weapon X would already have a copy of that, wouldn't they? Good wouldn't point. They, I'm they, sure they, they haven't exhausted that yet. Yeah, I'm sure they have samples of that. Um, um, it, it's interesting. I mean, it, it's one of those things where, at the very least, now that we know how they're doing it, because I was really wondering about that, especially with that imminent reboot, uh, at least this kind of makes sense. Well, I, I think I interrupted your explanation. No, I'm good. I'm not, because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Uh, basically, uh, look for, you know, Hulk and Wolverine mashed together as one character, probably being used as a bad guy. Coming soon to a comic book near you. So what you're saying is I called it last time? Yeah, pretty okay. much. Next up, how has this title not already been used for a movie? Uh, apparently, Charlize Theron's going to be playing a Cold War super spy in a movie called Atomic Blonde. Now, this is adapted uh, from a comic, a graphic novel, actually, by Oni Press called The Coldest City. Now, uh, she's playing an elite British spy who uh, is given the job to get sensitive information out of a hostile city. Now, I know nothing else about this. I just happened to catch this as I was going through Charlene, Charlene Theron, Charlize Theron. That actually, you know, I never noticed that. That is actually a very strange name. Charlize? Charlize? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her last name was strange enough that it always threw me off the first name. I never noticed it until now. Uh, I just noticed that she was playing, uh, you know, in a movie uh, based on a comic book. And Atomic Blonde, I mean, seriously, how has that... There should be a beer named that. Make it happen. Th there must be. Anyway, next up, may the force be with you eventually. If you're a fan of going to Star Wars conventions and you're uh, looking yes. forward to Star Wars Celebration, you'll be able to go this year, but... Um, you're not going to be able to go next year. They're actually skipping 2018 and will return in 2019 uh, when the next Star Wars movie hits the screens. I just... A couple of uh, friends of the show apparently are hitting Star Wars Celebration this year. Who is? Um, <clears throat> we haven't really mentioned them on mic yet, but they were at Madison's huge birthday party. Uh, Joe Booth, the one that was dressed up as 
uh, Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker. Okay. Um, he posted online his uh, celebration passes came in. Nice. And Mr. TK Tom, I'm not using his real name, that's what he goes by on Facebook, but our Stormtrooper okay. um, posted his passes too, and I'm insanely jealous because I would love to go to this thing. Well, Paul, if you want to go there, this year's Star Wars celebration takes place in the Orange County Convention Center in Orlando, Florida from April 13th to the 16th. So, uh, hey, if you can somehow make it happen, that's where you got to be. That's when you got to be. Herein lies the problem. And what I'm doing is I'm making the, the, the money hand sign. What's money? Yeah, exactly. What is money? How can you put a price uh, on on your life's dream, Paul? How can you do that? Well, I didn't put a price on my life's dream because we're doing it right now. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Because this 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 costs quite a bit. Well, I know. When you add everything together. Yeah. Well, trust me, I'm I'm we're we're singing to the choir here because we're the, these are the two guys that are the only ones that have ever put money into GeekPod. That's right. I'm looking at you, Corbs. Little Corbs. <laughs> you can't look at Corbs because he's right here. Who else? Andrew. Actually, I, I can't. I can't say Laura or Andrew because they both have offered um, monetary monetary support if we needed it, and I told them no. That's not their responsibility. No, you're absolutely correct. It is not. And on to our final news story of of the week. And I don't expect you to get this, but man, I hope that our listeners do. They got the mustard out. In the same week that Vampire Diaries ends its eight-year run, Buffy the Vampire Slayer turned 20. 20 years since Buffy the Vampire Slayer premiered. Now, that's a big deal, and Paul, you're giving me that look like you've never watched Buffy. I have. Oh, you have? I understand that. I didn't understand the reference, but once you said Buffy... Okay, the the reference is from the musical episode, uh, Once More with Feeling. I I know the episode. Okay, well, they they had this one thing, you know, because they go back and forth with their scenes with the uh, main characters, and they sing, and there was one transition where they went from one scene to another, and they were going down the street, and there were these people in the background in front of a dry cleaner's place, and this guy's singing, They got the mustard out! And the chorus in the background, They got the mustard out! It was great. That's the first time you've sang on mic for us, by the way. Yeah, it'll never happen again. It should. Uh, anyway, uh, yes, Buffy look at, turned look 20. Look him gloss over it. Buffy turned 20 this week, and uh, if you've never watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I think it's available on Netflix. I mean, oh, God, please do. Uh, if if any TV series is directly responsible for the way dialogue is written today in both TV and movies, uh, it is Buffy. In the same way that a Kevin Smith revolutionized dialogue to a very strong degree, Buffy did that for the entire TV landscape. You just totally threw that in for me, didn't you? I did, because I knew, you. I, I knew you You saw gonna, the face. Yeah, I yeah. saw the face. I was heartbroken no, no, for a minute. No, Kevin Smith definitely had an impact. Um, I, I think that uh, Buffy uh, probably had a larger impact there, because if you watch the way people talk to each other on TV uh, pre-Buffy and post-Buffy, you can clearly see the influence. That uh, instead of... Uh, well, if you... Okay, look at Shakespeare. In classic plays like that, people talk in a way that the people watching those plays didn't actually speak to each other. Right. Um, And that's kind of how TV was, for the most part, uh, until we get to Buffy, and people started talking to each other on TV the same way you and I talk to each other. And and that was a big deal. Uh, Another big uh, reason that Buffy was one of the, the last great American TV shows, not that we don't have some good stuff now, but... It, it's impactful, and it was just before the cell phone age. So if they had to find a spell or find something to defeat something supernatural, they actually had to get up off their asses and go to the fucking bookstore 
the library. Yeah, or which the they library. even had a playset for when they made the figures. Yeah. They did the library. I remember that. It was a really great playset. It it was one of those situations where the the writing had to be strong because they were in the slightly pre-internet era, uh, but it's still close enough that it doesn't feel out of date if you go back and watch it. But certainly, I mean, an amazing show. I mean, and the guy who created it has gone on to to mold and shape the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we know it. Agreed. So, I mean, so, that's, yeah, the, you you cannot deny that. So I mean, you know, it's it was one of one of my favorite shows. I can't even say growing up. It was an adult. I was an adult when it was on. It was an amazing show. It turned 20 years old this week. If you have not seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, do yourself a huge favor and go watch it. And then come back and thank you for that. Yes, thank me. You're telling them to do it. And I'll say, you're welcome. That's awesome. And that's the news, kids. Now I have to go send some smoke signals because I think the cashier at Walmart is wiretapping my phone. Paul? (laughs) That's so fucking awesome. I love all your little jabs you do on that. That is just... Phenomenal. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't you try that with me. Don't give me your alternative facts. What? <laughs> anyway, did you happen to catch uh, any of the other uh, some of the other big news this week? Uh, did you see that Lucille made an appearance on Supernatural this week? I, I saw an article. But is is that what it was? Yes, I watched the episode last night, and uh, yeah, the uh, the, the boys. Uh, you know, Sam and the Dean. Winchesters. Yeah, yes. they come back uh, at the very beginning of the episode. They're coming back from some other adventure they just had. I say adventure like the little kids. And uh, Dean has has Lucille in his hand. It's all covered in blood. He's covered in gore. And he's like, "Man, Dad really loved this thing." And, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and it, it, it was it was great. And I just blew that up. Do we need to explain that for anybody who doesn't watch Supernatural? I. Uh, yeah, well, okay, okay. Um, I even know it. I, I, I get the Well, reference. everyone should know who Lucille is. Lucille is the bat that uh, Negan uses on The Walking Dead, and Negan is played, played by, by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan also played uh, the father of Sam and Dean uh, Winchester in the first few seasons of Supernatural. And Weren't they... I'm sorry. No, Weren't no. they searching for him? Like, wasn't that... When the show started, that was the thing? Yeah, they were trying to find him, and then they found him, and then, you know, he, he died, and there was there was a whole big thing, and they... But he, he died, but he was trapped in hell, um, and they, they got him released. As, as one does. Yeah. It happens. Um, but, uh, That's know, what's going to happen to me, so... <laughs> <laughs> he was an impactful character, though, and that, that was... I don't want to say it launched his career, but from there, he just went on to bigger things. And uh, last year... Uh, it was funny because on Twitter, uh, Jensen Ackles, who plays uh, Dean Winchester, posted a picture holding, uh, or, was he holding it? or did, it was, I think it was a barbed wire bat in the trunk of the Impala that they drive around in the show. And he, you know, made a comment to, to Jeffrey Dean Morgan, you know, hey, Dad, I found this. And, uh, you know, Jeffrey Dean Morgan responded saying, I'm going to need that back, son. You know, I didn't <laughs> die awesome. for you. And then he responded, okay, I'm going to wrap it up in this yellow scarf I found and send it to you. You know, because Negan has the, or not yellow, red, red scarf. Okay. Negan has the red scarf. And yeah, there was a whole little thing going on. So I was just blown away that they actually threw that in this week. That was awesome. That's pretty cool. Now, I wonder if you're going to see any more uh, interaction there. Because, I mean, we do have, you know, one guy who's on, you know, the most watched TV show on television. And, you know, some guys who are still good friends with him on maybe not the most watched, but one of the strongest and long-running TV show. I shouldn't even say strongest. You can't even say that with Supernatural, you know, but it's its viewership is so steady that the network just doesn't want them to go anywhere. You know, Right, why doing, would they? Yeah, keep doing if what you're works. doing. it works, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would be great to see more of that. I'm guessing they probably won't, though. Yeah. 
I mean, really, what else can you do? And that, that was great. Right. There's only so many nods you can do before you get in trouble, too. Exactly. So, but that, that's really cool. I saw that there was something. I didn't read into it yet because, you know, I, I've been busy with life oh, and been, the other podcasts. And I've been all over the news this week. Have you actually the, noticed that? Yeah. You know, oh, on, on, on our Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Phenomenal work. I, I actually went um, uh, for like a month without really posting much of anything because it was just, you know what it was? Facebook keeps changing its application, and every time I update, things are screwed up. So now I can no longer post things from my Facebook app, even though my Facebook app, I can go to GeekPod as an admin. I actually have to use uh, Pages Manager, which is a separate application, but it took me forever to figure that out. Uh, But yeah, you know, I'm sorry there hasn't been as much news in there. I'm going to do my best to uh, try to keep up on that more. I also found that I can uh, do it from my my browser, because when... on the days that I work, I do have that hour I don't have to work, and my wife is usually watching, you know, Shameless or, or Teen Mom or something during that time, because uh, it's right after our daughter's gone to bed. So I've been trying to, you know, post stuff up, and I'm figuring out how the schedule thing works so I can schedule stuff to post the next day. So hopefully, it, it'll it'll get better as time goes on. I'm wondering what our audience would think about us doing a Facebook Live. We'd need to have internet to do that. That's not a, out of the realm of possibility. Okay, because it is out of the realm of possibility right now because we've not needed to put internet in the studio. Right. Because we just record here. And we're cheap. That too. Well, we're and, poor. And, we, and, and we, nobody, have, we have lives. Yeah, yeah, nobody gives us money. So. Right. Even though we say lots of nice things about lots of nice people. And they don't want to give us money for it. Speaking of nice people, I do want to wish a happy birthday to Joe Orsak. Uh, I wanted to uh, say something you know, on his Facebook, but I know that his uh, um, mom has been very sick and i wasn't sure if it was appropriate okay well um should we say that no okay well joe our thoughts are with you yes prayers are with you um big friend of the show he should know that if he needs anything he's welcome to reach out we will see him next week yes unless plans change for him yeah um we haven't mentioned this in the show yet should we discuss where we will be next week um con season's here and as you saw from the tweet this morning, this morning being, you know, March 11th, 2017, um, we're curious, where do you want to see GeekPad show up live? Now, you mentioned that tweet, and I got to tell you, because I'm having so much trouble with the uh, Twitter sphere. The Twitter machine? The Twitter machine. Uh, so I see this link, and it has a little, or the, the, the thing, and it has a link. And I'm going, oh, that must lead to the rest of mes- the message. I hit it, it leads me to the same message with the same link. I hit it again, it keeps going and going and going and going. And I never saw the end of the fucking message. So I have no idea what we tweeted out. What did you see? Because I literally just said, uh, um, con season's here. Where would you like GeekPod to appear? Let Something me show like you. You know, of course, here I am doing stuff on my phone while we're recording. I'm going to try to keep talking. Um, well, actually, me. this is what I saw. So after all your St. Patrick's stuff, I click on that. I go to that. Open. Brings up the same thing. I don't, go oh, to that. I think, uh, I, I don't know. That one wasn't me. Oh, okay. Then I have that, no idea. That was our, our, our social media expert. No, no, our, our social media director. Director? You like no, that? No, what, what did she? She decided she wanted something else. She wanted goddess or something like that, yeah, but I'm totally ridiculous. not doing that. Fuck her! <laughs> she is so going to be done with us. <laughs> you realize that? Well, you know, you, you're only you're only mean to the people you love. 
the people you don't love you don't talk to or about yeah yeah they just don't exist because fuck them yeah fuck them <laughs> so what else do we have to talk about today paul stuff stuff whatever stuff and things we got comics to talk about we got oh laura's thing from last time her tweet to us the guilty pleasures thing yes that you 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 hurt my you wounded my inner child for laughing at me for I'm sorry, but it probably won't be the last time. Oh, Jesus. No, it was great. I couldn't stop laughing. Um, we, we got a response to it. Someone else voluntarily told us what their guilty pleasure is. Really? They did. And it's a big friend of the show. Who would that be? That is Sal Otero, um, our very own personal Iron Man. And, and if you guys oh, yeah. know Sal, you'll Wait, you know no, no. why. Isn't he, our, isn't he our Iron Fist and our Iron Man? He's not fisting me. I'm just saying. I'm not going that route with him. Sal, I love you. You're a damn good-looking guy, but you are not putting your hand anywhere near my butt. I am totally, the next time we see him, going to have him slap you on the ass on purpose. <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure we'll be seeing him very soon. Yes. <clears throat> but anyway, no, he uh, he tweeted back to, to us at GeekPod um, that his guilty pleasure admission. And you know what? i got to give the man points for bravery on this. He admitted that he doesn't totally hate Nickelback. You know, okay, there was an awkward I, I, pause I can there. actually feel your respect for him dwindling right now. No, no, actually, I'm, you... you here's the thing. It, it is... It's, it's cool fun. to hate on them. Yeah, but you know what? As, as someone who has been in a band that has played Nickelback songs, not a ton, but when they were popular, you play you play right. what the chicks want to dance to. What my old guitarist uh, used to say is, hey, you know, we can pick out whatever songs we want to play that we think are cool, but we're not actually going to make money if we don't play songs chicks want to dance to. Right. And that's what it came down to. But you also got to look at things like uh, they had the song that was the uh, opening for Monday Night Raw for a long time, and you couldn't have picked a more perfect song for that. Um, the one about drinking and everything, you know, burn it all down tonight or whatever. Uh, sure. You don't know the song I'm I have no about. idea. It must like, have been after I stopped Ross. Burn it to the wrestling. ground, I think it is. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess I don't understand why everyone hates him so much. I don't get it either. I mean, I don't understand it. They're not it's, the best a, rock band out there. No, and they're super commercialized. Yeah. And I think that might be the thing. It's the whole backlash that they're... But seriously, come on. They occasionally come out with a good song. I can't believe you haven't heard Burn It to the Ground. That's actually... I probably had song. if I've heard it. All right. But, uh, <clears throat> but you know, that, that is brave of him. Yes. And you know what? But that's him. Because he's a goddamn superhero in a, in a, of his own. How do we know so many superheroes in real life? I don't know. Especially with me being a degenerate. Yeah, like, you're right. Oh yeah. my god, How does you're that such work? a worthless piece of shit. Why do these people talk to us? I think it's the microphones. Yeah, yeah. Or you. It might be you, because they gravitate to the other it's heroes. Not me. I'm just just the one with the roguish <laughs> charm. Yeah, I think I they're just you, attracted to the bad boy. Is that it? So yeah. yeah. I'm overweight and almost forty. How can we have a bad boy? <laughs> <laughs> and it still astounds me that that. The references made that I'm like the the the, the quote unquote pretty one in the group because what the fuck is that? I'm a fucking chud. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awful. You know, you're you're lucky it didn't accidentally uh, mispronounce that and say chode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I'm not. I'll give I'll, I'll give myself that one at least. But um, <laughs> but it does remind me of a of a movie. I'm sure it does. 
<laughs> was it possibly written by Kevin Smith? No. Which one? Um, it was actually um, Orgasmo. Have you ever seen that? I think I saw it once years ago. Oh, my and God. It's so to, bad. It's hilarious. I think I wanted to like put bleach in my eyes after that. Cock rocket. That's all I remember of it. But uh, the sidekick was uh, Chota Boy. That. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, you know, I, I wanna, I'm going to bring things back down a little bit, <clears throat> okay. make them a little more serious, just for a second, then we can go on to comic recommendations. Um, dick and I, fart I, jokes. Yeah, and dick and fart jokes. I, I ran into something today which really, really kind of uh, brought me down, actually. Uh, now, I've heard of this term before, but I've never thought to Wikipedia. Now, I was going through the news, and I saw this thing about blah, 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 Holocaust denier. Okay. And so, you know, while I've heard the term and I knew that there were people out there who denied the Holocaust ever happened, there are also people out there who believe the earth is still flat. That'll probably be the next thing I, I Wikipedia just because I know don't, they're out there. But don't do it. I really Please just want to know it. what the fuck they're thinking. Anyway, that's what happened this morning. And holy shit, my faith in humanity uh, is suffering today because I, I'm not going to get into it. I don't want I told you before I was going to talk about something a little serious. I don't want to actually bring people you know, down or anything. But there are, despite metric tons of photograph eyewitness on the record, subpoenaed in court proof, there are people out there who believe the Holocaust didn't happen or didn't happen the way that we're, we're under the impression that it did. I don't know if that would be different nowadays. I actually, I believe if it happened today, if that happened today, we'd have fucking live feeds and people would still go fake news. Okay. Our president would? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and it just—that's actually what kind of led me down that because I, I saw something. It was something Holocaust fake news. I think it was on Reddit, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? I should look that up. I've meant to." And I'm just, what the fuck? Seriously? I mean, shit happens in front of people, and they go, "No, that didn't happen." I, my, my I, seriously, I think that this world is—we need to blow ourselves up now. We're at the point where uh, it's a zero-sum game. And it doesn't matter how many awesome people we have or how many awesome comic books and movies we make. We're fucking doomed. I mean, really. Yeah, that was a downer, but. It was, but you know what? I mean, it's, people need to be accountable for this shit. I mean, how the fuck can you straight faced look at somebody and say, yeah, that didn't happen. They didn't kill X. Six million. Million Jews in a fit of genetic rage. I mean, come on. It I, happened. Yeah, yeah, and you know what's funny is that the the arguments used, oh, the Jews did this in order to get themselves a better place in the world and all this stuff. Up until this point in my life, I had never questioned that that happened. And I also am not going around going, oh, I should be nice to Jews because, you know, that this bad stuff happened to them. I almost feel like by bringing this out, by, by denying this, it actually makes me more sympathetic to that because I honestly never not, I mean I knew that it happened I knew it was bad and whatever but I, I've never uh, it's never been a thing right anything I ever thought of now I've thought about it now I think the people who are denying it are fucktards and I feel even worse for what happened to the Jewish people during that time frame um, get a way to, to not achieve your goals by trying to achieve your goals but still I mean the level of stupidity I mean if if, if you could actually measure the stupidity of that in Pokemon terms, they would have evolved so many times. We would have had to create a new game. This would be Pokemon, some jewel stone that we haven't even created yet. Okay? Uh, <laughs> stupidity Diamond to Stupidity Jade. 
I mean, to, to, to stupidity time crystal, which is now a thing if you read the news. Not going to talk about it, but time crystals are a new gem. Somehow scientists have created something they're referring to as time crystals. Yeah, don't. It, it's it's not really that crazy and that cool, but uh, it does involve. It sounds cool. Well, it, uh, I guess I am going to talk about it. It's a, a, a gem or a crystal that actually is able to uh, it lights up and turns off because of unstable molecules inside it that are actually in a state that they previously thought was not possible. Interesting. Uh, it, and actually very complicated, too. That's why I don't want to get into it any further. But it just, <laughs> that's great. You know, stupidity time crystal. That's what Holocaust deniers are. Uh, maybe flat earthers are up next. I don't know. But let's go on to the comic recommendations. Let's do that. <laughs> So who starts? Who talks first? You talk, talk first? first. Do I talk first? I'll talk. Well, you usually talk over me. I yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So my uh, recommendation for this week is Action Comics nine seventy five. Um, not just for the main story that finally reveals who the uh, second Clark Kent is that's been running around. It's actually for the backup story. Now, Paul, I'm going to need your help with this because the backup story features Mister Mixtoplicket. It's always been Mixoplick for me, but I know that's not the correct pronunciation. Okay, okay. well, all right. Then I'll try to avoid saying Mixoplick uh, too many times in this. Um, but the backup story for this was amazing. Can I spoil the comic yet? That's what we do. Okay. Uh, it turns out that it was Mr. Mixoplick. Yes. Uh, however, I even knew that. I okay. read the article. Um, the, the reason behind that was he had to uh, hide himself uh, because he was being hunted down by somebody who had placed, apparently... Uh, set Superman on this course, the original Superman to come in here and take over for the new 52 Superman. And he said, I don't want you interfering in this. So uh, he tried to imprison Mitzelplik. And then when he escaped, he had to hide himself so well that even he didn't know he yeah, was he Clark re- Kent. Yeah, re- he erased his own memories or yeah, something, right? Otherwise, the guy would have been able to find him. But, but there's an interesting backup story to this that he tells the captured um, uh, son of uh, Clark Kent uh, while he has him in prison because he's kidnapped him and that's kind of what the whole story is about. Uh, So here's the thing. He tells um, the Superman son, he's like, well, you know, I used to show up every three months and we'd have a fight and then, you know, he thought that, you know, he tricked me into saying my name backwards but, you know, I always, I did it because, you know, that was kind of our thing, you know, and I'd show up every three months. All this time, Mr. Mitzelblick saw Superman as his friend and they were having fun, and this is what they did. And when he was captured by this guy, he was sure that Superman was going to show up to save him. When he didn't show up, you know, you know, three months have gone by, Mitzelplik hasn't shown up. He was positive that he was going to show up and save him because they were friends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he was in he was in prison for like two thousand years, and he broke out on his own, and that's why he's so angry with Superman because he thought they, yeah, he thought they were friends. And he, he's hurt. He's hurt by the fact that Superman didn't come to rescue him. Now, beyond just being a very interesting perversion of history, uh, I mean, look at the golden age of Superman and where Mitzelplik was. I mean, that's, he showed up every few months. It's just like all villains do. But to find out that Mitzelplik was actually defeating himself on purpose because that's what they did because it was fun and he thought they were friends totally puts a whole different spin on the thing and the fact that now the the big enemy for Superman right now is somebody who's hurt because he he thought Superman loved him and he doesn't or he feels that he doesn't he thought they were friends and they're not that's complex Uh, yeah and pretty awesome who's writing action I I, I, off the top of my head I don't know but I'll tell you it's it's rare that a backup story 
is far stronger than a lead story, especially when the two are connected like that. But man, that was a great story. And uh, I, I love that it, it actually had uh, some artwork, uh, Paul Dini, I think. Nice. Because they showed all the different universes. They showed, you know, the, the golden era, the silver era, um, pre-52, new 52. They showed the, the pictures of the animated series. And Mitzelplik says, I'm the only one that can actually exist between all these dimensions. Which makes sense. Yeah, so he, he actually, the Mitzelplik that showed up in the animated series is the same guy who's in the comics now. And this has just been what he does with Superman because he thought they were friends. An incredible, incredible backup story. And, I, you know, I'm so glad that I started reading Superman. I mean, it was a year ago I said I was going to start reading Superman when he first got depowered. And I was like, oh, this this is interesting and I want to see where it goes. I, I was worried when we went, I mean, when we returned to the status quo that we were losing that. Um, but... It's it's still strong, and the people who are doing it are, are doing a fantastic job. Um, also, want to give credit to um, just as a side note to the writers of All New Wolverine. Um, this week's uh, issue, again, very strong. Uh, completely separates uh, Laura Kinney from her past, pretty much, and so that she can go on and be her own character. I'm not going to get into details on that, but. Uh, makes me even more worried, as I've said before, uh, about this big reset happening because I don't want the original Wolverine back. We have a Laura Kinney, the new Wolverine, who has stepped out of Wolverine's shadow and is clearly now, she's out of his shadow, she's out of her past, she is her own person. And an incredibly interesting character. And you have Old Man Logan, who is interesting in his own right. My recommendation for next week is Super Sons number two. I don't know if, if anyone out there caught the first issue, but this is basically Superman's son and uh, Batman's son, Damien, um, together in a book because they're trying to get the two of them to work together because, you know, Damien thinks he knows everything and uh, Superman's son has all this power but doesn't exactly know how to use it. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know if it's going to be a good series, but the first issue was interesting. It's an interesting dynamic. It's not something we've seen before. This isn't exactly Robin and Superboy. Right. You know, it's, it's a little bit different than that. Uh, I'm just interested to see where it's going to go. Looking forward to the next issue next week. So that's my recommendation for next week. How about you, Paul? Well, first, uh, an addendum to your thing, to answer my own question. Um, it looks like Dan Jurgens is writing Action Comics right now, but I don't know if he wrote the backup story. Okay. Um, Dan Jurgens famous for being the creator of Booster Gold, which my typical track record, one of my favorite characters. I like the oddball characters. Yeah. If it's something I haven't read, you love it. Um, I haven't read a lot of his stuff. A lot of the, a lot of the Booster Gold. I read the one from the mid two thousands, but I just like the concept that he's a, a fuck up from the future who came back to try and make things right for himself, for himself. Not because, you know, it's the right thing to do, but it's it's another interesting concept, and it's one that I really wish they would bring back around. Does Booster exist in the new 52 yet? I don't know. I don't think he does. Okay. Which is a shame. But, I mean, we're going in the right direction because at least, you know, we have Ted Cord back. So. so, on to your recommendations, Paul. Yes. So, I went out... Went, out of my typical comfort zone for what I recommend for this week's. Okay. And that is Man Thing Number One, written by R.L. Stein. I heard about this. Yes. He's uh he's toying with the character a bit. He um 
And, and oddly enough, this is one that had a backup story, too, which was a straight-up horror story. Really? The backup is a horror story, yes. But the main story um, is establishing the new status quo for Man-Thing. And for whatever reason now, he again has the ability to talk, which Man-Thing has not been able to do since his introduction into the Marvel Universe back almost 40 years ago. Maybe more than 40 years ago, because I'm almost 40. Um, and apparently he's now like a, a Hollywood darling. Like, what? yeah, that, that, that's a thing they're doing now. Um, it's really interesting. It's a whole new take on him. Go out and check out the series. Okay. Um, so, it's... This kind of... I guess this shouldn't be considered out of left field for me, because I do like the oddball shit. This is true. But this is more of a horror thing instead of like the, the sci-fi cosmic stuff for me. Nice change. Thanks. You're welcome. Trying to do something a little bit different. Um, and for next week, I didn't know this was a thing. So I when saw I, that. When I stumbled across this, I squeed. Your squeed. Pants. No, well, that happens all the time. It's, it doesn't take much. Um, and this isn't a Marvel or DC book, which is my normal go-to. This is, um, this is put out by IDW. And it's called Highlander American Dream, but it's number two because I didn't realize number one existed at the time. Otherwise, I probably would have said, go buy this. Um, should we go with the assumption that people know what Highlander is at this point? I, I would have to think so. Okay. Um, well, it's the continuing adventures of uh, Connor McLeod from the original Highlander movie from 1986. Uh, this fills in the gaps, apparently, from some of his other adventures in between what happened in the movie. Okay. Um, what I was reading up on, it's um, I mean, it tells stories from between when we see him in the the 15th century to when he's you know Russell Ness from Syracuse, New York. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, I mean, I guess it tells. It's almost like an anthology, from what I understand. But there's got to be a common thread. I have to we hunt hope. down. I have to hunt down issue one. I have to. By hunt down, I mean probably go to. Cloud City Comics and Toys in the Shopping Town Mall. Yeah, I'm sure Jeff has it. Um, it sounds like they're they're telling different stories of his adventures throughout time leading up to it. Oh, that disappoints me. You want to see after the fact, don't you? I want to see them. Yes, I want to see story. I hate stories set in the past because you know the character can't die. Right. There, there's no threat there. And I would really like to see, since all we're potentially going to get as a reboot i would love to see somebody take the highlander movies and fix the the fuck-ups i mean have you even seen the last one the last one was the magician or the sorcerer or something was that yeah. the last one no yeah. i haven't seen it i uh, set in the future post-apocalyptic world i mean just uh, so fu- and the funny thing is had that featured connor mcleod i would have been okay with it but the fact that it was duncan who was on a tv show set in the current time for so long seeing him in this very strange environment feels disconnected i didn't know that was a thing literally until last night when i googled online highlander you didn't know what was a thing the newest movie oh yeah yeah it, when I think did it was that come direct out? to video i think well i'm sure a number of years ago i mean i uh, god gotta be 10 years ago now the last one i saw was the one that had edge from the wwe in it was that the one with with connor and duncan mcleod in it yes okay Yes, that ends with the whole killing Connor with the technique that yep. he showed to Duncan. Not a bad movie. No, but I feel that um, 
the easy way out for a franchise like that, especially with a mythology that there could be only one, is for them to pass the baton. I yes. think the more interesting thing would have been for that to happen when they're the only two left. Mm-hmm. Make that the end of the story. Yes. Like that. And yes, because it's a family thing. That that would have made it that much harder. Yeah. It would have meant a lot more. Okay, I mean, the fact that Duncan needs Connor's energy to beat this guy, I don't believe that because I've watched him in the TV series beat guys he couldn't beat and find a way to do it. Right. It could have been done. This series was awesome. It was I awesome. loved that. My, my days in Morrisville, my original time going to college, we used to get shit-faced and watch Highlander. Oh, I loved that. Such a great show. And and it, it was one of the, uh, the first shows that uh, – that I noticed at the very least followed a particular pattern, which we now see today, especially in Arrow. It's heavy with the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Every episode followed the same the same uh, roadmap because they had to have a flashback in every episode. Uh, whereas in Highlander, it didn't feel like it held them back. Uh, well, like it does in Arrow. Sometimes I feel like I agree. I'm so over the flashbacks yeah, in Arrow. Yeah, recently I loved it in Highlander. Recently, they had an episode of Arrow. I, I think I, maybe I'm misremembering, but I feel like there was an episode recently where they didn't have a flashback. Really? Yeah. Maybe I haven't gotten there yet because I'm uh, a couple episodes behind. Okay, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I, I really I would love to see episodes of Arrow that don't have the flashbacks because they don't really mean anything now. We've got to be getting to the point where. Yeah, they that's, can't do them that's anymore. what they've said. Next season, there's not going to be any flashbacks. Because, I mean, what are they going to flashback to? Like, the first season? <laughs> it would be funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I would love if they would do that just once. They could save half their budget by doing that. Right, flashback and just start replaying episode one. <laughs> that would be awesome. But, yeah, I, I would love to see Highlander, if they're going to do a comic, I would like to see them um, kind of fix continuity somehow. Because, especially, too, uh, from the end of the first movie or the end of the uh, the second to last movie to the beginning of the last movie, clearly some fucked up shit happened to the world. I mean, there's a whole huge chunk they're missing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it really was like a post-apocalyptic world. Imagine, um, you ever play Stalker? No. Okay. Um, okay. I, I, then I can't really describe it, but um, not quite Fallout. More like um, Shadowrun. Okay. Okay. I think Shadowrun. Speaking of Shadowrun... Have you seen the previews for the the Netflix original movie with Will Smith that's coming out? Uh, I know that there's a movie, a sci-fi movie coming out. Is it based on that? Called Bright. Yeah, yeah. Is it based? on It's Shadow? not based on it, but it's heavily influenced by the Shadowrun world. Really? Yes. Like right. to the point that people thought it took place in the Shadowrun world. Well, I was definitely going to check that out because if Will Smith signs on for a Netflix project, it must be something good. Yeah, it's something special. I'm wondering if maybe we shouldn't devote an episode to it afterwards. Like, maybe we should get together and watch the movie and then record afterwards. Record an entire episode devoted to this movie, this yes. one movie. Just because I'm excited about it. Okay. I Sure. And I'm Let's all about it. trying to do different things. I mean, I, obviously, Beer will be involved. Okay. So, let's do you that. You had me there. They, now, now, actually, you know, beer, okay, maybe. But if there's pizza, then, then you've got me. Um, that might be considered contraband in my house these days. Because uh, of the diabetes. Oh, fuck no. Because of Kristen's, uh, her her fitness regime. Oh, we have to bring it down to the basement then. Yeah, because, I mean, do I seem like a supportive type of husband? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It's funny, and I shouldn't bring this up, because it definitely illustrates the, the douchiness that I am. She was talking about how, you know, because she, she started a, a new fitness regime. Yeah. She's doing one of these 
CrossFit things trying to, to better herself. Oh, those things look brutal. They are brutal. And, and you know what? She's doing great. I'm very proud of her. Yeah? I'm going to take a few beats because people are probably trying to pick themselves up right now. Because typically I talk poorly about her, make jokes. Um, I do love my wife. That's I make it sound like I don't because I'm a douche. But <laughs> um, so she started doing this, and you know she's she's thrown all in with the call. I mean the uh, the group, and uh, <laughs> that was a little that was a little too far. Oh no, it wasn't. Trust me. You should hear the things I say to her. <clears throat> and um, they came home with this this packet and the whole thing that tells you know the shopping list. Which I have to go pick up later because she's working this weekend. You know, duh, we're recording. Uh, <laughs> that's the first time I've referenced that, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck her. And uh, <laughs> dude, you're stealing my closing line now. I know. It's not even. I, it's, love I can't it. even close with that anymore. I know. I've ruined that for you too. That's what I do. I just ruin things. What was I talking about? Oh, the fitness thing. This is why we should stop at three. Just saying. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, so she's got the list of all this, all the the stuff that she's got to eat, and and she's referencing that you know this is how we're gonna do dinners now. And I looked at her, and I'm like, no, 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 we're not. This might this might be able to be considered a WTF file. Um, it's not what I had in mind. She goes, what do you mean? I said, you're doing this fitness thing. I'm not. She goes. You're going to force me to make an extra dinner? I said, well, here's the thing. I will support you 100% in this. I, I'll throw in, I'll do the meals with you. But, she goes, what do you mean, but? I said, but you got to do something for me. She goes, what? I said, my sex life needs to increase by 200%. <laughs> That's awful. Oh, see, ladies, that's what you get with me. That's aren't you, you glad? Awful, it's yeah, awful Paul. No, 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 no more um, evil Paul. We're gonna start calling you awful Paul. I think I like it. Yeah, I, I like awful. Hashtag awful Paul. That's definitely gonna have to be a thing. Let's get that trending with the four people that <laughs> yeah. respond to our Twitter. Which are Ale, Sale, and uh, Laura. Laura. Yeah. She fucks up the, ni- the the rhyming scheme for the names. Change your name, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do we actually have an, a legitimate WTF file this week, or are you going to close with that? I did. No, oh, That was a good one, though. It was. But, oh. yeah, come on. You wrote it down. Bring I it did. Bring, bring it home, Paul. Bring it home. Are we ready to finish this up? I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't know, but I still have beer left. Dude, you, you have about four centimeters of Hold beer on. left in the box. Okay, so, Paul, how about that WTF <laughs> file? So this is... Uh, it's not that great. It's, it's just, it was a funny story. But I really had nothing because nothing fucked up has happened lately other than what I make happen apparently with that previous story. Yeah. Um, did a user call at work. I remote onto his computer and I'm helping out. Actually, <laughs> that's not entirely true. I had one of my colleagues call from Buffalo and he was having trouble helping someone. So I remoted into his computer who was remoted into the user's computer. <laughs> And uh, I'm helping fix whatever. And I, I look down at his start button, the start menu, on the corner of a Windows yeah. 7 computer, because we use Windows 7 still. And uh, there's an icon above it. 
that kind of threw me off. And we're, we're on an associate's computer, an attorney. Okay? Yeah. This guy has Magic the Gathering online installed on his work computer. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so what the fuck? I mean, I understand you're an attorney. You can do what you want. But seriously, I thought I was going far by having Audacity installed on my work computer. Audacity being the audio editing software we use for podcasts. Um, so like I said, it's kind of a weak WTF. But <laughs> Magic the Gathering Online on a work computer. Well, you got to think, though. Maybe he only uses one computer. That's not my problem. I just don't think it's a horrible thing to have that on there. Now, if you're on your work computer uh, during work time and you're browsing porn, okay. But, I mean, I'm sure some of those attorneys must just have one laptop, right? You think? Probably not, because I, I would think that everybody has a home computer at this point. But... Well, see, you know, I, I, I maybe I'm just thinking differently because, you know, I only have my one laptop because my home computer is still in... Now on my workbench. It's, <laughs> it's moved to the workbench. Holy shit! That's We're making progress. Later. Yeah. Wait, it was December because I picked December. up that same day. Yep. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I watched Rogue One again the other night. Yeah. 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 I mean, no, I didn't. It's not out yet. I can't be watching that. I might need to cut that. Okay. Because it's out of theaters, right? It's got to be out of theaters by now. Yes, I believe okay. so. So, yeah, I might need to cut that. Let's give it some space so you can cut it. So, that was... Yeah. Anyway, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I threw... Um, that Magic the Gathering Legends, actually, I should say I'm one of my work computers just to play around with it. But that's only because, you know, my backup work laptop is my main laptop because my computer's still on your bench. Yes. Um, move not, to the bench. Move to the that, bench. That's move important to, bench. to know. There, there's traction. Did, did it climb up there itself? It was no. like, Paul, please fix me. <laughs> Hurry. <laughs> it's been months. So anything else you want to touch on today, Paul? Yeah, but we can't do that here. Nigga, we Ba-dum-tsh. can't do that ever. Yeah, that's not what you said last night. <laughs> that's never gonna stop, is it? No, never. one road trip, and that's like the 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 tag on. <laughs> that's become the new. That's what she said. Oh, son of a bitch! We do have something else we have to touch on. <laughs> What's that? Where we're gonna be next weekend? We kept kind of dancing around it, but we never really. Oh said yeah, it. you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so, so what did she say, Paul? Since uh, that somehow reminded you of this. Uh, no. Okay, it reminded you of the convention next weekend. Yes, Syracon. Uh The first one of the year. At the uh, Holiday in Liverpool. Hooray! Did you ever figure out what time we had to be there? Before the show starts. That's not fucking helpful at all. I think it's at a 10 or 11 a.m. start time. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter now because I got my whole shit picked up. But when I had sent that message, I had had, like, um... Someone everything. online waiting. Well, no, I no, I, I had everything uh, but eight to nine thirty picked up, and I was concerned that you know if we had to if it opened at ten and we had to be there at nine thirty, I couldn't be there. But my whole we will make it up. work regardless. Anyway. Well, I can be there whenever I need to. You can look this up after the show. You don't have to do it right now. But you're ten a.m. Okay then. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm excited. I need to uh, reach out. I have to dig through my email and find his email address. But reach out to uh, JG Hertzler. I believe. And you know what? It was kind of a soft reveal that he's going to be there, which was a little odd to me. Yeah. But because he's kind of a big deal. Yeah, and I'm excited. I'm hoping we can sit down with him again because I, I believe I mentioned in the 50th uh, anniversary episode that, that was my favorite interview that we did. Um, didn't I? You did. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him again. Uh, we're going to have, you know, all of our, our, our good friends. You know, Sal's going to be there, right? I think so. I think so. Joe will be there. Uh, 
No. Well, possibly. Possibly. He's supposed to be there. Possibly. Uh, Nicole Jelnick will be there. I saw that. Maybe she'll actually sit down with us this time. Yeah, yeah, well, I think she said that we would sit down at some point. It was just too busy last time. Yeah, she had an issue. She had things. Yeah. Things. Um, Kevin Conrad's coming back. Oh, nice. Yes. It's, uh, it sounds like it's going to be a good show. There's um, a horror actress that's going to be there. Her name is me right now. Penny something. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, um, some of our friends from The Gathering of the Sabres will be there. Um, Charlene is making a point to come out. Okay. Her and I are kind of besties now. Yeah? Yeah, after the party because she was such a great help. She was awesome. Um, I think I actually neglected to mention her last time when I talked about it and thanked everybody. But she was a phenomenal, phenomenal help. Um, she is such an asset to that group. Um, hell, to everyone in general. Anyone that knows her is just a better person for knowing her. That hasn't rubbed off on you yet, Paul. Oh, no, I'm not a good person. <laughs> I think we kind of illustrated that with my story a minute ago. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be fun. Can't wait for that. Um, start of the con season, you know, it's always bittersweet because, you know, it's like, hey, it's it's cons, and, like, it's, hey, it's cons. Yeah. You know? And that means... We're not going to see our families anymore. Yeah, and that means losing money because of giving shifts away at work. But Since people like to schedule cons on Sundays. Yeah. Teddy, but, come on, man. Saturdays would be better. Makes life easier for everybody. But, hey, maybe someday, right? Right. Maybe someday it's not. It's a, something we won't have to worry about. That right? would be cool. Yes. I don't think it's going to happen. Never. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> Unless you guys want to start buying T-shirts. That would be nice, too. I've got a chimney to repair, so. Let's talk about that. What's going on with that? Oh, my uh, chimney. The uh, I, I don't want to call it. It's not stucco, but the white crap they put on the uh, outside of it started coming off, and little pieces of brick came off, and we've had several people out there with outrageous estimates and basically saying that the uh, inside, the uh, they need to put a stainless steel insert in there because there's you know, it's, it's also the vent for our furnace. Right. So... A stainless steel prevents any moisture from going out there. If you have anything but stainless steel, it, it, it vents, moisture freezes, contracts, and you know thaws out. More and, and more damage. Yeah, yeah. Every basically, year. yeah, and um, yeah, it has to be repaired. Now we freaked out at first because we thought our chimney was falling down, but with the you know 170 miles an hour winds we've had the past few days, I mean clearly that's not happening. But uh, we're getting it fixed here shortly. And we haven't uh, signed on for any. If anyone knows anyone who can fix this without it costing me like seven thousand dollars, that'd be fucking awesome. Because I don't have seven thousand um, dollars. I don't have seven dollars. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't have that either. Uh, but yeah, it's um, yeah. That sucks. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's not fun. No, but but thanks for making Being me that? talk about it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Give us money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he's not. He's I'm really not, not kidding. We're about a month away from shutting Geekpad down. What? Really? No, I'm just okay. kidding. No, I'm not. Because, <laughs> you know, I've still got a working kidney, I think. Working right, kidney. we can do that. Mine, no one wants mine. I would say that, but I'm doing pretty good, so. I'm not. Must be genetic. I'm okay. No, seriously. The end's getting weird here. It is, it's, Paul. I've tried to get you to end the show three times now, and you, you just won't. I'm just having it. so much fun today. I know, so am I. But we have to go back to real lives. Yeah, we do. And on that note, mega might be bitches. This has been a GeekPod Network production. Want to help the show? Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Need to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com. Or send us a tweet at geekpod, G33KPOD. Now the time has come for leaving, fear 
now we shall return We were so glad we could make it But so sad we gotta run Well it might be a long time Till we raise another glass You can rest assured that next time We'll have ourselves a laugh Yeah we'll have ourselves a laugh We'll meet again Don't know Self-apologize